football fans, far and wide, welcome back to the Football v. Football podcast. I know it's been a while, uh, been out for a couple weeks, been a little under the weather, didn't want to give you a pod where I was just coughing. So uh, this is the pod where we're going to jump into the Super Bowl recap. We had a historic Super Bowl uh, this past Sunday here with the Kansas City Chiefs beating the Philadelphia Eagles 38 to 35 in a game where the refs held fast to the script, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that's right. And we're going to get into that a little bit later in this podcast. But we're going to start with the stars of this Super Bowl, the quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. And I got to start with Jalen Hurts. And I'm going to circle back around to what I thought of Jalen Hurts from when he was at Alabama up until now. I think he's really evolved as a quarterback in my mind. I'd always overrated him, to be honest with you. Like I said, when he was at Alabama, and even as he transferred to Oklahoma, um, you know, I'd, I'd always just kind of pegged him as a good one of those good big runners, uh, kind of like a Cam Newton, but uh, not a great passer. And I thought um, he was just kind of, uh, you know, I think it was justified that he lost his job to Tua. And we have Omar Yusuf here. I'm going to bring him on. Yo. Yeah. How's it going, bro? I got a few minutes. I figured I'd have Nice, nice. Yeah, man. Uh, I was just just getting into it, talking a little bit about the uh, the the recap. And I was, I was starting with Jalen Hurts. But I'll table that for now uh, since we got you on. Uh, I wanted to, um, yeah, get your opinion overall. Overall thoughts about the uh, the Super Bowl here, takeaways. What do you got? Yeah, um, so great game. Sorry if like the music's cut me off off a little bit. But, no, you're um, good. Yeah, man, that was a that was a great game. I I don't think we've uh, we, you know it, it's funny because like I feel like you only get a good game in the Super Bowl every so often. Like it's not like a usual thing, but this was a great game. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, Top to bottom, you know, I felt like Philadelphia was actually the better team, roster to roster. Yeah. Uh, and I think it kind of showed with, like, how they were able to compete. I think the deciding, like, what kind of tipped the scale and kind of evened it out a little bit was obviously Mahomes, right? I think Mahomes kind of lifted the, the Chiefs up a little bit. Um, and, yeah, man, it was really entertaining. Like, obviously, I... I couldn't root for the Eagles, like you know, I couldn't do it. But like, I gotta, I gotta give them the respect that they earned this year. You yeah. know, they didn't, um, you know, they they didn't fall short. They didn't, you know, do any of those things. They came through. They lived up to their billing. So props to them. Um, and I know, like you, you were about to get into Jalen Hurts. So I'm like, really briefly. Actually, before I get to that, because I probably I'll leave you on that. But mm-hmm. real quick about Mahomes. Um, I think this was a really important game, actually, for him in terms of his legacy. Because I know, like, in the chat, we go back and forth on this all the time. Because I, you know, I just think it's ridiculous that people were were calling him the GOAT after, like, (laughs) four or five years. Like, whatever. You know, it's just like, look, he he, he has the potential to be, but let him earn it. Like, let let him earn it. And I think him, this season, MVP, Super Bowl MVP, second ring, 
I think that this was crucial. And then, you know, you throw in the fact that he's playing on one, on one, uh, on one ankle, basically. Uh, this was very important for him. And hey, man, like I said, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty hard when it comes to like that all time status. So for mm-hmm. me, like now I can probably consider him in my top 10. Right. right. Like I know Knife's going to come after me now, but like, bro, I can't, I can't like just give you like the number one status like that. Like that's just, that's just too much. But yeah. Really important game for him. I think um, this, this kind of really elevated him and kind of cemented his. He, he's definitely the best quarterback of this era, right? After mm. after the Peyton Manning and Tom Brady era and Aaron Rodgers era, he's mm-hmm. definitely kind of the king of this era. Sure. Um, and I think from there, you know, just talk about Jalen. I think Jalen was great, man. I think. Jalen Hurts played fantastic. I, 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 you know, like I was texting you guys. I, I think he's the best running quarterback in the league. Like, yes. I know that Lamar, him and Justin Fields, and I know that Lamar is faster and probably a little bit more athletic, quicker, all those things. But if you watch the way Jalen plays, he understands running lanes. He understands like following his blockers. Exactly. And. and He's a bigger guy, like honestly, like he he can take these hits and he can punish you a little bit. And bro, those quarterback sneaks on like third and one, third and goal, like whatever, they're unstoppable. Like yep. I don't know how you stop that, right? Yep. And, and you know, props to him, man. Like it's it's not easy for me to say. You know, um, you know, I respect his game. He seems like a decent guy. Uh, you know, props to him. He, he he definitely came through on the big stage and played a great game. So you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know, Nayef is not here to, to to say it, but his love of Mahomes makes me think that you might be the only Cowboys fan left in our chat. Cause this guy, he seems like he's just gonna become a Chiefs hand with this with this Mahomes love, man. And listen, don't get me wrong, I was about to to get into Mahomes as well. I think he's great too, but that's a lot of love that a lot of people have for him at this point. Uh especially Nayef. I mean, we'll see, man. I mean, Nayef really loves this guy. Well, I mean, you know, it kind of it kind of comes with the territory, right? It's like it's like they're you know you deal with Mahomes on one end, and then like you know, just talking to you guys about today, it's like ESPN is hyping up like the hurt type is now like getting a little. It's like guys, like let's there's nuance to everything. You yeah, know what I mean, he's yeah. he played great, but like let's he's not like Aaron Rodgers or anything. Let's kind of relax. Yeah respect his game, appreciate what he did, and kind of, like, let these guys grow into it. And, you know, it's, our culture is, like, fascinated with either ripping guys or, like, boosting them up, and then when they don't get to a certain point, like, as soon as possible, like, you just go in and, like, you start ripping them. And it's just, like, dude, just, like, sit back and, like, enjoy the game and, like, appreciate what these guys are doing. Yeah. No, you're right. And it seems like there are some narratives here. Some people that have had priors about Hurts in the beginning of the season where they're trying to kind of prove it out now. But, yeah, I'm going to talk just about both of these quarterbacks here, and you can, you know, jump in at any point. But, um, you know, what I was talking about was just my my personal evolution of how I felt about Jalen Hurts, so starting at Alabama, right? So yeah. I just thought he was just like a, like a running quarterback, kind of like a Cam Newton type. And I thought yeah. it was justified when he lost his job to Tua uh, at Alabama in that championship game. I thought it was justified because I thought he was a great runner, but he was not a tremendous passer. Right. And so even to start, you know, as he's been in the NFL, um, behind Carson Wentz, behind a lot of these guys, 
moving up. I never thought he was going to be anything great, but every year he just seems to work a little bit harder, get a little bit better. Like you said, he has, he's become a stellar runner in terms of how smart he is running the ball. Lamar Jackson is might be faster, like you said, might be more athletic, but he's completely reckless. He has no bend. He doesn't know how to slide. He he's he's injured in his contract year for a reason, and I'm not. I'm surprised it hadn't happened sooner. But right. the way Jalen, Jalen Hurts run that runs that ball, it's he he runs with power. He runs in those lanes. He runs efficiently, um, and he actually set the record for uh, most running touchdowns by a quarterback in this game with three. And he also had that big two point conversion there to tie the game at the end of the fourth quarter. Um, and he's also become more efficient as a passer, more than I thought. So that was the part of right. his game that I thought he didn't have at all. But he's become a very efficient passer. And what I notice is that the the most important important part of his game is that he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. So as a Seahawks fan, it kind of reminds me of Geno in that way, right? So you just look for these 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 quarterbacks that just don't make mistakes, and that's kind of what Jalen Hurts has been. And he just continues to get better. And something that you mentioned. Uh, the Philly offensive line, they just bullied Kansas City on those short yardage plays. And it wasn't even close. And I think they did it five or six times. You know, it just kept happening over and over and over. Um, I thought, you know, big picture, both lines ended up playing well because the Philly running backs didn't get a lot of yards overall there. And I think, you know, Philly kind of needs to look at getting a rookie running back this year. Um, because neither of those running backs had any juice. Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, they didn't do much of anything. I haven't been, I don't, haven't been impressed with them all year. Uh, Gainwell outrushed Sanders 21 to 18. Um, just really, really paltry numbers there. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's essentially, and what the other thing I noticed is, you know, Devonta Smith is a, uh, I think he's a really great, uh, receiver. I have to say, you know, the, 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 the announcers always kind of, Want to call him Devonte Adams? I feel like that's always at the tip of their tongue to say Devonte Adams. But as this guy comes into his own, Devonta Smith, he le- he led this game in in, in uh, receiving yards. He had 100 yards. I thought he was a tremendous player. But you know, moving on to to Mahomes, I thought either he was milking that injury in a way that Aaron Rodgers usually does it. You know, like when you just kind of milk it, or the Chiefs had given him some damn strong painkillers and shot him up with that to be able to come back in this game because a high ankle sprain usually keeps players out several several weeks and he's just play, been playing right through it so um you could see it also all game there was low snaps like all throughout the game that center was just not in sync with Mahomes just low sna- snapping all game um and he just kind of divided the ball to everybody right Kelsey obviously is his best player but he got Juju involved Kadarius Tony, I have to say, tremendous, tremendous free agent pickup for the Chiefs. I thought the Giants were so dumb not to find a way to incorporate this guy. He's tremendously talented. And one other thing, you know, before I, if you want to jump back in, I watched the tape again with the Bradbury versus Juju matchup, which had happened most of the game. It wasn't just at the end of the game there, but there, there was that same play that happened. Um, it, in the beginning of the second quarter, the same thing happened. Bradbury was on Juju, and there was that little bit of a, you know, just kind of um, a tug that happens between, you know, uh, receivers and, and, and DBs that don't warrant a flag. And 
basically it was the same thing. It didn't stop his progress at all. Uh, it didn't impede the route. And this is something that just kind of happens, right? And it, it's it's not only that DBs do that to, 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 to receivers, but receivers also grab DBs when they're trying to break off the initial line of scrimmage to get separation. They'll kind of grab them and, and go. And receivers also now wear that those terrible shirts. And when I mean terrible, I mean it's like the, the, the they're very loose and they tear easily. So that when a DB is trying to tackle them, it's it tears the shirt rather than gets the player down. So they have all these advantages anyway. And and um, I mean essentially, you know, that that play that uh, that happened between Badbury and and, and Juju. Um, Happened in the second quarter, and there was no call. No call at all. And it was absolutely justifiable. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if you're – are you still on the call here, Alma? Do you want to jump in on what, what you thought yeah, about yeah. Mahomes? I, I, I'm here. I probably got to hop off real soon. But just um, – you're, you're talking about the last call at the end of the game, right? It's, essentially. But it, I'm saying that it also happened uh, – there was another point in the game where it happened, yeah. and they didn't call it. Yeah, I, yeah. And I think, you know, like um, – I think you're going to have like some differences of opinion on the specific call. I think just kind of, and I understand like both perspectives. I think, um, I think the issue here, the real issue here is, do you call it then? You know what I mean? Like knowing the point of the game, knowing what the game is, right? Like if it's, like I said, like if this was like a game in like week four or whatever, like, no, I, I don't think that, this would be as controversial as it is, but because of, you know, what this was, and like you're saying, there was another, you know, similar play earlier in the game. Do you make that call then? And I think that, you know, they decided to make the call. Um, and I think we're at where we're at now. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'll say is, uh, and I got to hop off real quick. Okay. But, um, the only thing I'll say is that, the Eagles, the, the one thing that I will say that will prevent this from really being like a major screw job is like Philly still had to go back and score. You know what I mean? Like they still, it's not like, it's not like the, um, the Saints and the Rams game from however long ago that was, mm-hmm. like the PI call. But I mean, yeah, if, if, if I was an Eagles fan, like if I was an Eagles fan, <laughs> yeah. like I could understand, you know, why I could understand being upset about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I get it. Like, I, I, I get it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, man, sometimes that's just how it goes, like, in the league. Like, it sucks. Like, you're talking to a Cowboys fan, man. Like, and I'm talking to a Seahawks fan who's had calls go against him in the Super Bowl. So, yes. like, I, you know, it sucks. But, right. unfortunately, like, sometimes it happens. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. But, yeah, I, uh, yeah, but I got to hop off, man. I will, uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll connect on the next pod and we'll. I don't do some, but absolutely. Okay. We we look forward yeah. to having you on because we're definitely going to have draft podcast, free agency podcast as we go into the off season. So we're going to get OY on for a lot more podcasts. OY, I appreciate it, bro. Yep, appreciate you, man. Take All care. All right, take care, man. All right, we'll jump right back in here. Um, yeah, going back to you know the, the, the Eagles here, going for it on fourth down multiple times. I mean, and they got it, I think, every single time they went for it. I, I, I want to say they went for it maybe four times on fourth down as well. And they either got the fourth down, they, they, they converted it, or they drew the Chiefs offside. They had absolutely no respect 
for the Kansas City defense. I think between those short yardage um, uh, plays where Jalen Hurts rushed uh, for like one yard or two yards and those fourth down plays, I think it was about 10 times where the Eagles just bullied the Kansas City Chiefs defense. I tell you what, that Kansas City Chiefs defense was no KC masterpiece. They were absolutely bullied for most of this game. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I got to give a shout out to this guy on the Eagles. This guy was flying around, using his body as a weapon. He briefly knocked Isaiah Pacheco out of the game, and um, he was just dealing hits the entire game. This guy was flying around, so kudos to that guy. The uh, Philly defense in the fourth quarter, I have to say, they really broke down, uh, you know, um, just leaving KC receivers wide, wide open for touchdowns happened twice in the fourth quarter. And it was the same that same route that they were running all game. That same route, that same fake slant into a, 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 a go route. That was a route that Juju ran on Bradbury at the, in the beginning of the second quarter I was talking about where they had that, that call, that hold that was not called. That was the route that... They got the first touchdown in the fourth quarter. That was the route where they got the second touchdown in the fourth quarter. And that was the route that they ran on that phantom hold call as well. That was four times significantly in that game. It must have been many other times. But they loved that route. They kept running it. Um, and it just seemed like it, it tricked the refs into, into calling it. And I'm going to jump right into this, this controversy again. That holding call. I watched it again. I watched it in real time. I watched it not because when you watch, watch it on social media, they're going to give you little clips of it, and then they slow it down as you know uh, Juju is making that run. But if you just watch it, watch it in real game time. Watch the actual highlight of that play. There was no impeding of the route at all. And it was at least five yards overthrown, and Juju... Never even complained about it. The first one he complained about at the beginning of the second quarter. Didn't even complain. Didn't even expect a flag. And never felt like he was held. And receivers will always give you an indication uh, that they've been held. And there was absolutely nothing from Juju. No complaining, no nothing. It was all Mahomes crying about not converting on third down at the end of the game. And giving the ball to Jalen Hurts with a, uh, a with two minutes left and a chance to win the game, and he would have absolutely done it. There was no defense in this game. This was a 38-35 game. Um, and so that was just, it was it was an egregious call. It really, you know, uh, puts, a, puts a stain on um, the Super Bowl, in, in my opinion, uh, to give them that and then to give them just that short field goal to, to win the game there. They left a few seconds left on the clock. For the Eagles to go down, they had no chance. It was, um, you know, they got it back on the on the twenty or whatever, and uh, with one play left. So, I was really disappointed in the um, in the refs here. Like I said at the beginning, uh, there's a lot of talk about scripts that are going around as a joke, but uh, when you make a call like that, uh, you got to have a better feel for the game if you're the refs. Um, you, you, I mean, you can't make that call, especially if there's no impeding of the, of the route. You, you, you gotta let them play, and um, you know. Listen, congrats to the Chiefs. Congrats to the Chiefs. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. Maybe it's a little bit of Mahomes trying to, um, 
impose his will on the uh, on the referees. But um, you know, after the game, Juju was was kind of talking. There's like all these memes on on social media about uh, related to Valentine's Day and and talking about Bradbury holding you tight and all this kind of stuff. And um, you know, kind of I I think that the general stock of the Chiefs, in in my estimation, has kind of you know gone down a little bit. They're becoming that team that you know it was on the ascension, and now they're kind of the team that you feel like the NFL wants to do well. And most fans don't like that, especially after a call like that at the uh, at the end of the game where you don't feel like they you don't feel like they earned it at the end. Maybe all game you felt like they earned it, but not at the end. So as kind of a um, unbiased watcher of this game, not a fan of other teams, um, I thought that was a terrible call and 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 they should have let it go and and um, and let the players play. But congrats to the Chiefs. Great season. Eagles, great season. What was not great, though, and I'm going to throw this in at the end of the podcast, was that halftime show. And this is just kind of a broader thing about the NFL trying to make social statements here. You know, they're going to say, you know, um, they wanted Brianna to do it because, you know, she was pregnant and they're trying to make a point about how, I don't know, a pregnant woman can can do whatever can work and can do a halftime show but I think it was just it's it was a really lame move and it came at the expense of really the only purpose of the halftime show which is to be entertaining and there was not a lot of entertainment in this um have the, they had people lifting them up and down and 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 there was no there was no guest stars there was no I don't know real dancing and I, I don't know it was all very lame. Um, so, halftime show, that's a two thumbs down. Super Bowl, the game, I'd say one and a half thumbs up. Except for that last call. So, that's the pod, ladies and gentlemen. That's our Super Bowl recap pod. Had to get this out. That puts an end to the 2022-2023 uh, the uh, NFL season, ladies and gentlemen. Great season. Uh, inaugural season, inaugural NFL season for this podcast. I really hope that you guys have enjoyed this. Um, I would really love some feedback. If you guys have any feedback about, you know, what you'd like to see, how you feel like we can get better, how you feel like, uh, what would allow you to, to, to become more engaged. We want to be a podcast for you guys, for the fans. Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Um, like I said, you know, we, we, we are on YouTube. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead um, give a like, uh, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. You're listening on a podcast platform, go ahead and subscribe, give a five-star rating. That would be much appreciated to, um, to get this podcast, uh, more well-known. You're on Instagram and Twitter. We're on there as well. And, um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Football View Football Podcast. We'll be back with more NFL coverage. We'll also have English football coverage as well as we approach the uh, Champions League and and uh, the EPL really starts to heat up that that race between Arsenal and and Man City and some of these other dark horse teams um thank you all for listening have a fantastic day football fans